0: The Incomparable Radio Theater is filmed before a live studio audience. So, what's a girl place like you doing in a nice like this? Oh, wait, wait, hang on, I I have to do a thing. From approximately coast to coast, where everybody knows your name, this is the Incomparable Radio Theater. So anyway, what's your cosign? And now Bushmell Michaels presents Marjorie Carter, Freelance Adventuress. Once a special collections librarian for a major Northeastern University, Marjorie found no four walls nor a thousand stacks could contain her boundless curiosity. Now she travels the world in search of treasure, mystery, discovery. Marjorie Carter, archivist by trade, adventurous by nature. When last we left Marjorie, she was wandering the streets of Dublin, searching for her faithful but missing assistant Milo, with the help of his sister, Lily.
1: We've been walking all
2: day, with no luck. What does the map say? Where are we? Let's see. Bloom Street, Daedalus End. I think we're just going in circles, Marge.
1: Dash it all, Lily. We should be getting ready for the conference, not roaming around the town on a mild goose chase.
2: What could have gotten into him? He's been wanting to come to the Guild of Freelance Adventurers Conference for years. And now, poof, vanished into thin air. That mad, impetuous boy. When will he learn?
0: When suddenly...
1: Marjorie, look! Milo?
0: Get in the car.
1: Hey, get your hands off me! Lily, come on.
0: Time to go west, young man. Belloc, is that you? Come Mara, and step on it. Marjorie,
2: help! Who was that? And why did they shove Milo into that car? We have to follow them. Excuse me, ladies. I couldn't help but notice you were in a spot of bother.
1: Why, Angus McInnes, as I live and breathe, here for the Adventurers' Conference?
2: Ah, aye. I, I wouldn't have missed it for the world.
1: Hawkeye? Quick, Angus, we have to follow that car. They've grabbed Milo. Hawkeye?
2: Conference conference. Adventure awaits. Let's go, Carter.
1: And now,
0: Chapter 3. What Ulysses is what you get. Or here today, Connemara.
2: If only we knew where they were going. Well, we're well out of Dublin now, headed westward. And if that really was,
1: Belloc, we know he's not in this for ransom. There's treasure to be had somewhere if I know him. And I do. Look, I think that's them.
2: Aye, lassie, you've a good eye.
1: Let me see if I can activate Milo's decoder-communicator watch with mine. But we have to be very quiet.
0: Stop squirming you. What kind of freelance adventurer are you? Boss, I got one question. Why go to all this trouble? You know where the thing is. Why not just go in and get it? Superstition, my good man. Or folklore, or what you will. I don't dare try to remove the Candle of Nuada from its niche list.
1: Dash it all, now we're too close.
0: What is that noise? The watch, of course, how can I forget? Marjorie, dear, is that you?
1: Belloc, you let him go. He's done nothing to you.
0: He's done exactly what I needed him to do.
2: Milo, we're coming to save you. <laughs> Renee, what are you talking about?
0: Oh, for shame, Marjorie. Are you thinking of my brother, Renee?
1: Richie Belloc, I should have known.
0: Of course. The takeaway here is that there is nothing you possess, which I cannot abscond with if I want.
1: Yes, your brother's the one who had a way with words.
0: Be that as it may, my dear. I'm afraid we shall have to meet another time.
2: Oh, my stars, he's shooting at us. McKinnis. can we get any closer? I'm giving it all she's got, can
1: So
0: long, my dear. See you on the other side.
2: Great. Now we'll never find Milo. Nay, so fast, lassie. I bet Carter here has another trick up her sleeve. Okay.
1: Quite literally, in fact. Your watch? But he shut off the connection. He shut off the communicator, but not the tracking crystal. Now to send out a ping and see if it's responding.
2: One ping only.
1: Excellent. Now we'll be able to track him once we get that
2: tire fixed. You leave that to me. What if Belloc realizes Milo's watch is still tracking them? Oh, he knows. He's counting
1: on it. He could have smashed the watch or thrown it out a window. No, Lily, he wants us to track him. He just wants a head start. I bet it's a trap. Most certainly. It usually is.
2: Ladies, if you wouldn't mind getting out of the car.
1: Of course. Sorry about
2: that. There, there. We'll get you running in no time. Where do you think they're taking Milo? I don't know, but wherever
1: it is, I bet we'll find the Candle of Nuwada there.
2: The what? Of who now?
1: The Candle of Nuwada. That's what Belloc was talking about just before he- Right. Do you know what that is? I'm sorry, I haven't a clue, but I bet I know who does.
2: Your watch? Are you serious? Deadly serious. Is that a dancing Mickey Mouse on the face? That's cute. No, no, that's
1: a nondescript public domain creature. It's uh Oh, never mind. Ahoy hoy. How may I help you? Ahoy hoy. What can you tell me about the Candle of Nuwada? All right. I have found information on the candle of Nuata for you. It is a sword of light brought to Ireland by the mythical Tuatha Tadanan. A sword of light? Gosh! It was one of the four treasures that they brought from the northern lands when they landed in Connemara.
2: Four treasures?
1: Why'd it have to be four treasures? This treasure was given to Nuata Airgetlam, the
2: first king of the Tuatha. It is said that no one could resist the sword.
0: Is this the end of Milo? No! Or just the beginning of the exposition? Yes! Tune in again for our next exciting chapter, Belloc, Book, and Candle, or Brother, Can You Spare a Tire? You're listening to the Finley Quality Network, in stereo where available. And now, it's America's favorite mystery game. Who? Shot Merlin!
1: Yes, that's right. It's Who Shot Merlin? Tonight's episode, but I did not shoot Merlin's deputy. The scene. A sheriff's office in the small New Mexico town of Hadleyville. Five minutes to noon on the day of reckoning. The local marshal has gone missing as our intrepid hero is about to find out.
0: Marshal Kane, you in here? Hey, what are you doing here? That's all the time we have for this episode. Tune in again next time when we hear
1: Merlin say,
0: Oh, it's just going to take him to lunch and then.
1: That's next time on. Boo!
0: If I said that you had a beautiful body, would you pour me another? What? Already? Fine. The Incomparable Radio Theater was written by David J. Lohr and starred Serenity Caldwell, Jesse Char, John Moltz, and Dan Morin. It was directed by Serenity Caldwell, produced and edited by Jason Snell, and featured music by Christopher Breen. And I'm your announcer, Philip Michaels. gone yet what please go about your business there's nothing to see here thank you for coming good night